safe. I have everything I need. I am abundant. I don't need anything else. I don't need validation from the things that I have or my ability to purchase things, to prove anything to, to anybody, myself or, or otherwise, that my validation actually exists because I was born, because I was created, because I'm still here. Hey y'all, it's me, your favorite friend and host, Kiana, and you are listening to Chats with Friends, the show where we talk about all things life, love, relationships, healing, all of the things. And thank you so much for stopping by. How the heck have you been? How have I been, you ask? Y'all, we have so much to talk about. So grab your drink of choice and a snack so we can chat. In case nobody told you today, you're special. In case nobody made you believe, you're special. Y'all, I needed a little bit of motivation, a little bit of reminders, a little bit of, whoo, yes. Thank you, Lizzo, for reminding me that I'm special, y'all. I have had a week it has been a week. You know, have you all seen that meme? Um, I posted it on my Instagram uh, a few weeks ago, and it's of these kids riding a, um, like, a, you know, the, the teacup on the, come on, use your words, Kiana, <laughs> the teacup ride where it's like swinging around and swirling around in circles and circles and circles, and the little girls are on there, and their their facial expressions are like, whoa, right? And the meme is like, when you thought, you thought healing journey was, uh, you thought your healing journey included affirmations and writing in your journal. (laughs) Really? Whoo, come on, man. It is much, 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 much more than that. Um, I done started rambling and I ain't even told y'all who I am. What's up? What's good? What's up and what's good, y'all? It is your girl Kiana J, the host and your favorite friend on the podcast Chats with Friends, where we have candid conversations, you know, about all things life and love and relationships and anything else we want to chop it up about. It's a solo episode today. I am so grateful to have had Michelle Brown for the last couple of episodes. If you have not listened to those episodes, please do do yourself a favor and go back and listen to those episodes because they were good and juicy but today it's just me it's just me and you all of my favorite friends that are out there listening so thank you so much for joining us what y'all drinking on and snacking on I literally literally just got done eating so I'm not eating anything I had a rotisserie chicken if you all are not hip to rotisserie chickens down to the favorite your favorite uh, supermarket here in Chicago, we have uh, near my house, I have a Mariano's and I have a Jewel Osco. And for those of you who are living in Seattle, Jewel is, I think, a sister or cousin to Safeway. Safeway is what we have in Seattle. Um, they have the Kroger brand, I believe. Yeah, I think they do. I think Mariano's has just got the Kroger brand stuff as well lately. But yeah, I get these rotisserie chickens because. 
I, anyone who knows me knows I know how to cook. I know how to prepare food. I know how to turn a stove on. I know how to boil water. I know how to make more than cereal. But I don't like to cook. I I just don't like to cook. And I really appreciate folks that really do like to cook, which is why I eat out a lot. Or I, I was eating out a lot. But which is why I appreciate eating out because those folks in those kitchens and things really are passionate about cooking. <laughs> and I think it's a I think it's part of my job and duty to allow them to really excel in their gift and their passions. And so for that reason, I, I like to eat out. But as of late, because I'm trying to be a little bit more conscious and thoughtful about the foods that I eat and on my nutrition plan. I'm I'm somewhat limited and restricted in what I can eat in this particular phase of my journey. Those rotisserie chickens come through in a pinch, man. They do. They come through in a pinch. Now I will say this, and I uh, at Jewel Osco they have like um, a lemon pepper flavor that I love, and I didn't know nothing about lemon pepper until I got to Chicago because everything and everybody has lemon pepper on all the chickens is down to the lemon pepper (laughs) so yeah so I get the lemon pepper one and but one thing I will say about rotisserie chickens like when I do cook like when I cook chicken I don't normally cook like a whole chicken if I do cook chicken um I'll normally just cook like drumettes or wings or breasts but I if I cook like a Cornish hen which is like to me a little baby chicken I clean and get all the gook and the the fat and all that stuff, the slime out of the um, chicken, which they don't do with rotisserie because they just take the chicken out and they clean it and then they stick it on the little thing and then they rotisserie it. And I'm thinking, you know, they don't get like under the skin and stuff like I do. (laughs) So I find myself like picking at it a lot, but it still works and does what it's supposed to do, which is feed me and make it so that I don't have to cook nothing. And then I just, you know, throw together some lettuce. Tonight I had actually some kale. I made a kale salad, massaged it with a little bit of olive oil and some lemon juice. And I threw in some um, shaved almonds and a few craisins, a little bit of balsamic vinegar and a little bit of this I can't think of the name of it but it is the sugar-free it's like a liquid substitute sugar substitute thingy um, that I put in it just to give it a little sweetness and massage that all together and voila so that's what I just got done eating and it's freezing in my house well I don't even know if I can say it's freezing because it's not but I'm 51 and so those of you who are 51 <laughs> or in your 50s or pre-menopausal or menopausal my friends who are a little bit older than me tried to tell me about this phase of my life um, several years ago and I'm now in it where literally like I could be freezing cold and then all of a sudden I am like drenched in sweat <laughs> I mean drenched in sweat and so like I have to keep this window open and I open and shut it and open and shut it and I sleep with a fan and I turn the, 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 I sleep with the bathroom window open and the heat remains at like 71 because I think if I have it a little bit higher then I'm too warm if I have it a little bit lower then I get too cold and so I go through this song and dance all day every day 
all throughout the night, <laughs> all times of my life where I am just hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. And then when I get hot, like, it's like this, I could, <laughs> I'm already a sweater. And so like, I just get so sweaty so quickly. And it just like, my glass, <laughs> my glasses fog up. It is a whole hot ass mess. But anyway, that's life. And so I was just cold just a, a few minutes ago when I started recording. And so I, I was like, oh, I'm cold. I'm going to make some tea. Um, and it is so good. Um, my new favorite tea, which is this peach turmeric tea. It's so yummy. But anyway, so I made myself some tea and now I'm, my nose is sweating, y'all. <laughs> I'm starting to get warm. I'm starting to get hot. Anyway, so that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> A long way of saying what I'm eating and drinking. What y'all snacking on? I want to know. I want to know in the comments what you all are drinking and eating on. So yeah, let me know what you're eating and drinking on. I would love to hear. Okay, so now that we know what you all are eating and drinking, or you all know what I'm eating and drinking, or what I ate and drank, um, I'm going to pull a card from the and card collection. And today I am pulling from the self edition, and uh, I am just going to dig in the deck and pull one and see what it says. <sighs> The first one I picked, I, I tried to convince myself to put it back, but I'm going to go ahead and answer this question. Um, so the, the icebreaker question from the and self edition, the question says, what am I secretly not telling myself? <sighs> Such a good question. What am I secretly not telling myself? Ah. <sighs> I will say that part of the, the reason why I started off like I started off the, 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 the show with that Lizzo song is because this week has been a week or the last few weeks has been, chow, listen, <laughs> it's been, it's been a lot, it's been a, it's been a challenging time, but in the last couple of weeks specifically, I have been sort of feeling like I've been reeling and feeling like I have been sort of out of sorts and like just you know not I feel like I didn't have a lot of direction and I was like asking myself a bunch of questions about about you know what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it and how often I'm supposed to do it and what does this all mean and just questioning everything about everything and if I was to answer this question now in this moment um, based on my experiences over the last couple of weeks and what I've been um, going through what I'm secretly not telling myself is is that I have all the I have the answers that I need and I don't need to seek the answers to anything outside of myself and so I have been like you know I've ordered all these books and I've subscribed to all these podcasts and I have started following all these different people on social media because I'm like they have the answers they know what it is that I need to know and so I need to I need to connect myself to these things and get all more information and then I'll know and then I'll be able to make the move and then I'll be able and what I'm secretly not telling myself is is that I don't need any more than what I already have um, everything I need and have is already in me and I think I knew I knew that to a certain extent but I I was definitely secretly not telling myself that so 
part of the last couple of weeks, as I was saying, um, has been a whirlwind of things of sorts. Um, just feeling like I was swirling. I felt like I was busy doing a whole lot of things without a whole lot of direction. Like I was, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping that it would stick. And there was like no real cohesion or the or just, you know, it just things felt random. Like it just things felt random in my life. Like I didn't have any sort of North Star or anything that I was going after. It was just like a whole bunch of different things like in my head and chaos and confusion and noise. And so I was like, okay, the things that bring me or how I get clear, clear and how I get centered. One of the things I like to do is to start cleaning and to like clear space and move things out, move things around. And that just gives more room right it just provides clarity and so it's spring um and so the last few weeks I've been doing some real deep cleaning and decluttering and you know lots of trips to Goodwill and all of that stuff and so I started cleaning and ran across my so let me back up a little bit um back in 2015 I participated in a program through Momentum Education, and it was a life-altering, life-changing experience. I learned so much, and I met so many amazing human beings throughout that um, program. And one of the um, exercises, and it's it's a very experiential learning program one of the exercises they have you do is to write a letter to your future self address it to yourself and mail it to yourself and during my cleaning my spring cleaning I found that letter another exercise that they do uh, that we do or did in momentum was um, this exercise where people within the program that are also going through the program write messages to you that you save and they're called rainy day notes and they you, they give them to you and they're designed for you to read them when you're struggling or when you're you're having a rainy day, uh, a proverbial rainy day, and you need a little bit of sunshine. And I've saved those rainy day, day notes. I have all of them, uh, as well as a letter that I wrote to myself. And then I have, over the years, collected all uh, other sorts of notes and letters and cards and things that people have sent to me throughout the years. And I have a huge, huge collection of what I call rainy day notes in this box. Um, And I ran across that collection of notes and found the note. and also found a note that I wrote to myself on my birthday uh, back in 2016. And so I'm going to read those letters to you. And I think for me, as I was like, the questions that have been swirling in my head around what to do and how to do it and you know vision and purpose and all of these things that I've been asking myself and trying to get clarity on like reading those rainy day notes reading this these letters that I wrote to myself and messages I wrote to myself as well as a card that I received in the mail from a friend of mine who has always supported me throughout the years and who listens to the podcast so you know who you are and thank you I love you so much my little chalupa but she mailed me a card and so I'm going to read that card to you and it just reminded me and solidified for me what my all the things like it 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 
made it clear. Like I was able to get clarity and I'm grateful. I'm grateful to God, to myself, right? Um, I tend to not give myself credit, but for going through the exercises, going through the, the, what I needed to do to find clarity and listening and connecting enough to myself to actually bring it back full circle. So I'm going to start with the letter that I wrote to myself. And when I read it to myself, I just smiled and it just brought so much joy. Yeah. So I'm going to share it with you all. This is vulnerability moment number 4,300,000, whatever, because I, you know, one of the things that I, one of the things I really love about me (laughs) is, is that I'm super, I'm transparent. Like I'm real, I'm raw, I'm uncut. Like that I used to have this show, you know, um, super subtle flex, um, but I used to have a radio show called Scrape No Chaser. I just, you know, I was a, a sports broadcaster and sports writer, and I, my niche was is that I gave it straight with No Chaser. So, anywho, so this letter dated March 8th, 2015. Uh, it says, Dear Kiana, first I want to say you are amazing. Girl, you are doing your thing. I'm so happy that you've discovered that you don't need to do anything else. You just need to be. So in order for you to launch your coaching business, I mean really launch it and to have your house ready for open house next weekend, as well as have that conversation with DeAndre, just be be vulnerable, be committed, be urgent, be trusting, and most of all, be love. I am so proud of the strides of the strides you've made thus far. Continue to be Kiana Yvette Jackson Peaches just as you are. Just as you are. I love you, me. P.S. Don't forget to have fun in the process and enjoy the process. And that made me smile because one is I feel like I have been like at the top of my lungs <laughs> shouting this message of just being like I just want to be in this in the spaces and places where I can just be me and I don't have to code switch and I don't have to put on and I don't have to act like and I can be sad or pissed or happy or whatever experiences I'm experiencing and not be judged and be able to express those without people turning their lip up at me or giving me the side eye or whatever which is one of the reasons why I created this podcast because I wanted to create a community and be around people who supported me and loved me and allowed me to just be and we can create this community and space together where we can all just be right people just want to be and I the world has created this system where we are so focused on doing 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 do 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 and really the formula is be do have right and so we want to do 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 so we can have 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 and then we forget that we are actually human beings i'm learning to just be and that being 
being is enough. It, it really is. And so much of who I am, my, my identity along the years has been what I've done. And so connecting to and just being and reminding myself that being is enough. This, this letter reminding me of that was just made me smile. Um, and since 2015, I have wanted to be a coach and reminding myself that, right? Like I've done some version of that throughout the years since 2015, but it just sort of re-solidified like, okay, this is the vision. This is, you know, the, the, this is why I'm here to be alongside of folks and to champion people and to give them hope and to give them encouragement and to give them tools and, and to give them support along their journey. Um, so that just made my heart glad. Um, for my birthday, December 13th, 2016, I wrote this letter to myself on a little note card. It says, Dearest Kiana, explanation point, it's your birthday. So girl, happy, happy birthday. You are worth celebrating today and every day. You are simply amazing. Yes, everyone tells you that, not because it sounds good, but because it's actually true. You are amazing. So I don't want you to ever forget that, no matter how much life keeps lifing and the world keeps worlding. You got this. God's got you. I promise. God has equipped you with every single thing you need to continue to be the awesome amazing human being you are and make the impact you want to be now go be great happy birthday girl oh my god (laughs) I just got chills again reading it (sighs) and so what the other thing the scripture that um, came up for me has come up for me over the last couple of days is the power of life and death is in the tongue and you know there is something to be said about backing up just a little bit when I kind of started my healing journey one of the first things I did was started repeating affirmations to myself and speaking life into myself that's one of the very first things I did when I was like god damn it I need to start healing (laughs) like there is some stuff that I need to like work on and part of that is the stories and the messages and the things that I was saying to myself and so much, I felt so many messages were coming to me externally. Like people were saying to me, as I as I referenced in the card, people would say, "You're so great, and you're you're so amazing, and you're so inspirational, and you're so this, and you're so that." And I didn't believe it. Like I kind of believed it, but I didn't like really believe it down in my core. And what what I've kind of learned, or not kind of learned, what I have learned over the last year and a half or two of this journey that I've been on is is that I have solely kind of been coasting along based on the validation and messages from others and not my own. So that is like the practice that I've been in over the last, you know, just heavy, 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 heavy on the self-love, heavy, heavy, heavy on the reminding myself of who I am and whose I am, and that I have every goddamn thing I need to go be great. I don't need another book. I don't need another course. I don't need another anything. Like I, 
and God has already equipped me with everything that I need and um, to stop second guessing myself. And do I get in my head sometimes? Absolutely. And that's when like continuing to remind myself and to affirm myself and to speak life into myself. And some folks would think that that may be sort of like, what is it? Um, conceited or I can't think of the word right now, but to tell myself, girl, you are fly. You are the shit. You are doing the damn thing to say those things to myself and remind myself, even when I'm doing something small, like, you know, just in this, this journey that I've been on most recently with respect to my eating and reminding myself and, and, and celebrating myself and how I've stayed committed and stayed on track at track and how I have created a new way of looking at how I eat and accepting and just going with the flow and going with the journey and being okay with that and not resisting it and you know just celebrating that about myself yeah so that feels that feels so dope and if I if you don't hear anything else from me in this in this particular episode is to speak life into yourself there is power The power of life and death is in our tongue. So we can speak life into ourselves or we can speak death to ourselves. Literal and figuratively life and death, right? And so I'd much rather you sound conceited or pompous or full of yourself by telling yourself how amazing you are. And You know what I'm saying? Do that. Do that. If you're not doing that, do that. Do that. Tell yourself how great you are. Write yourself a letter and send it to yourself and then you like open it up later like 90 days later or however many days later um it is it's a powerful thing so to to be able to reflect back on these letters I am grateful um that I have that I have that I kept them and I'm grateful for all of you who have spoken life into me and who have affirmed me throughout the years when I didn't affirm myself And when I didn't believe in myself and when I didn't see it in myself that you carried me to this point where now I see and now I know and to reflect back on when I wrote those letters, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel like I was amazing. I didn't feel like I was the shit. I didn't feel like I didn't feel it. So here we are in 2023 and I feel it and I thank you all thank each and every one of you who have spoken life into me over the years don't stop I'm not saying that you get to stop affirming me and speaking life into me but I thank you for carrying me all of this way until I was able to realize it in myself so thank you so much and then lastly um the last message that I want to read that I got in the mail from my dear Chalupa says dear Kiana Thanks for existing and your divine podcast. You are a wonderful gift. And child, if that did not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to confirm or deny that my eyes were sweating when I read that, because when I tell you that this podcast, I, I struggled for so long in actually launching it and actually doing it like I was so in my head about who who I was going to talk to who was my audience what was I going to say all of the shit that I was like 
stumbling and bumbling over and when I finally just did it and to get that message that if, even if it's just her that's listening that she appreciates me just being um, and that that impact the impact that I'm having is exactly what I want to do y'all it really really is and I am just I'm so grateful I really really <laughs> I really really am so yeah yeah that that is that that's what's what um what I've been up to the other thing that whew, let me get some tea before I go on <laughs> the other thing that I realized in my decluttering y'all and so I don't know if y'all like me <laughs> the Amazon dude told me yesterday <laughs> The Amazon dude told me yesterday when he delivered my packages, he was like, y'all are doing the most in this building. <laughs> Cause I swear, I swear we, Amazon comes for folks in this building like every day, like a couple few times a day. We are doing the most <laughs> in this building. But like the Amazon folks had already come and they had said in the group chat, right? We have a group chat in my building. It was like, you know, so-and-so you have packages in the, in the lobby and so-and-so you have packages in the lobby from Amazon, right? Literally like an hour and a half later, the, the Amazon dude rings my buzzer and I buzz him in and, you know, I go out to meet him and he's like, he hands me the packages and I'm like, are all those for me? <laughs> and that's when he was like, yeah, y'all are doing the most, <laughs> but they were, they were all for me. So I say all that to say that in this season of spring cleaning, right? I've been like decluttering, getting rid of a whole bunch of stuff. And when I tell you all of the things that I have been pulling out of my closet that still have tags on them that I've never worn before, that I have never used before, that I've used one or two times before is like, it is maddening. It is like, it is sad and it is somewhat embarrassing. Uh, the amount of stuff that I have amassed that I don't even use or that I see online I'm laying and scrolling and clicking and buying and that damn um Instagram that is now a marketplace and a shopping online shopping center because that's what all of my feed is full of is ads excuse me to buy a bunch of stuff and and it and it has trapped me on so many occasions and I try to justify it with, I'm just going to support, you know, small businesses, et cetera. And I want to, I want to buy black and, you know, and oh, it's so cute. And, and it's, it's always so cute on somebody else <laughs> to like, it. it's not, it don't be necessarily cute on me. And so, or don't be as cute as I think it is in the photo. So I end up, you know, just with this ongoing cycle of taking shit to the Goodwill or to the shelter. And I started, I just learned about a shelter in my, um, in the group chat in my building, um, a shelter that's really close to my house that I take my clothes and shoes to now, but like everything else I take to Goodwill. I know that people, when they see me come into the shelter, they're like, yes, <laughs> she gives good stuff because literally like there's stuff in there with tags on it which is pretty sad and so I started to reflect on that I started to reflect on I feel like I'm always decluttering and I feel like I'm always taking shit down to the shelter and down to the goodwill and I'm like how is the minute I'm 
taking two garbage bags out of here. I'm replacing it with more and more stuff. And so what, like, that was like feedback for me, right? That was information for me that I began to reflect on. And I was like, what is that all about? Like, what is that all about, Kiana? And what I discovered is that my need to buy things is a trauma response to all the times I couldn't buy things or didn't have the money to buy things. And yeah, <laughs> that that was what has what came up for me was like I'm trying to make up for all the times when I was broke, broke, broke and I wanted, wanted, wanted and I couldn't have because I didn't have the money or there was other things more pressing like being a mom and buying my my son cleats or you know food (laughs) or uh, clothes or backpacks and things that he needed and I couldn't buy the things that I wanted and so that's what that's all about and so I've amassed all this stuff um, because I kind of somewhere along the line told myself I don't have to, I, I don't have to buy it for nobody else. I can buy whatever the hell I want. And there's so long there's I spent so many years broke and couldn't buy and couldn't do and so now I'm gonna just buy up all the things and that's the bullshit <laughs> right and I saw I saw or I read or heard I don't know if it was on a podcast or what. But I, I rem- it was a gentleman that said it, and I don't. Please don't try to make me remember who said it. But he said, um, "Just because you have the money for something doesn't mean you can't afford it." And I was like, "Well, goddamn! If that ain't, if that ain't a mic drop moment, like, like that's so that is so real." And when I think about like, yeah, just because I have the money for it, when I think of can I afford it? Can I afford it to the extent of? the things that I want to do and the life that I want to create for myself and the wealth that I want to build and the things I want to leave for my grandson, like having Amazon show up every day with three and four and five packages only for me to turn around two or three weeks later, taking a garbage bag full of shit to Goodwill or to the dump. Like just cause I can buy it doesn't mean I can afford it. Right. And so it's just child. <laughs> If you could see me throwing my hands up, it is, it, it, it is, it, whew, anyway. Um, but anyway, so the, the, the learning and the feedback in all of that, uh, that I've, you know, conclusions that I've come to is that I needed to get some discipline around that. And I had to remind, again, back to, to affirm affirmations and affirming myself and going back to the drawing board to the beginning and reaffirming and reminding myself that I am okay, I am safe, I have everything I need, I am abundant, I don't need anything else, I don't need validation from the things that I have or my ability to purchase things, to prove anything to to anybody, myself or, uh, or otherwise, that my validation actually exists because I was born, because I was created, because I'm still here. Like that alone validates me. I don't need anything else outside of the fact that, that God saw fit to create me, to plant me in Doris Jackson's womb, 
that I would become the daughter of Doris Jackson and James DeWitt Warren Jr. and that I would be born December 13th, 1971. And that's all the validation I need. Like just my mere existence is validation. If I don't have none of this stuff, I'm still amazing. I'm still fabulous. I'm still God's child. I still have so much to offer the world, whether or not I have any of this shit that I'm looking at inside of my my house. (laughs) So my message to you is the same, right? Um, You are okay. And when you're having those moments of sort of self-doubt and questioning yourself and questioning your validity, going back to the beginning, going back to source, going back to God, I have not prayed Prior to April 14th, 2015, which is coming up, my God, prior to that, you know, I was married to a minister, grew up in the church, you know, I've always been very much into church, right? Going to church, sang in the choir, directed the choir, was a first lady. I know, huh? (laughs) I know, I know I was a first lady. Uh, So I've always had a relationship with God, right? And post April 14th 2015 God and I fell out and um if you haven't heard the story I'll tell it again one day but God and I fell out and I was like good on God I wasn't really fooling with him I had deuced him up and I didn't want to talk to him I wouldn't pray and didn't have much to say to God I have slowly been building that back up in those moments where I've been struggling And trying to figure myself out, I just would pray and not, you know, how I was taught to pray, to get on my knees and fold my hands and bow my head and close my eyes like this performative sort of religious practice of praying where you just say a bunch of words that may or may not, that you may or may not mean. But my prayer looks very different now where I could be wiping the baseboards on my walls and I'm like God so really like we're like chopping it up and we're like talking and I'm like sharing and you know emoting you know etc and it looks like when I'm taking a bath and I'm quiet and I'm still and the music is playing and I he speaks to me and I get downloads have conversations and cry and you know all of those things that is what I've gone back to like the practices I've gone back to when I feel stuck or when I feel like I need that extra push or when I feel like I need some questions answered that's I go back to source I go back to the beginning I go back to the creator the guy who created me (laughs) I think he probably knows a little bit more about me than than I do or anyone else for that matter and so that's what I've been sort of up against and learning and processing over the last uh, few weeks which has been not easy right um, not easy to to be faced with the fact that I'm like you're buying a bunch of shit because you don't feel like you're enough <laughs> and so you feel like you gotta fill those voids with a bunch of shit coming to those conclusions is not always easy and not always fun ciao more tea <laughs> like really sips tea, right?
you may or may not be wondering where little Miss Goldie is. So I had to make the very difficult decision to rehome Goldie. And when I say that was like one of the harder things that I've had to do in a really, really, really long time, that was one of the really hardest things I've had to do in a really, really, really long time. And that whole process and after you know, I had sent her to the new family. The things that came up for me, man, listen, <laughs> I never, ever, ever in a trillion years would have thought what came up would have came up, right? Like I started to question all my relationships, my relation, how I relate or don't relate to people. I felt like I gave up on her. I felt like I gave all kinds of other people in my life all these chances and I didn't give her I like there was a lot that that came up for me around relationships in that process. How am I feeling now about it? I still I still look for her. I miss her like crazy and I you know, I I I definitely in the early stages questioned if I had made the right decision. I began to second guess myself as to whether or not I did the right thing. I now feel like I did do the right thing and I feel grateful to Goldie for all the things that she taught me and for the time that I got to spend with her and that um, we kind of grew up together. <laughs> like I've been doing a lot of growing and like I got her when she was 12 weeks and then she didn't really know how to go potty by herself or you know she didn't there was a lot of things she learned and she grew up and I grew grew up with her in some ways learned some stuff from Goldie she is with a family of four a husband and wife and two children I knew that I wanted her to go to a family with some children that that I did know as a puppy I felt like she needed to be in a space and a place where she could run and frolic and play and be a kid um which is what she was um be a kid and I'm a grandma <laughs> I'm not a kid and so running behind a puppy was like holy shit what did I just do what <laughs> what <laughs> You are kidding me, right? You're kidding me, right? I was just like, what the fuck is this that I signed up for? And you could not tell me that I had not done my research. You could not tell me because the amount of time that it took me to actually get Goldie between the time that I actually made the decision to get a puppy to actually getting her was years I mean so I had I had a dog for 14 and a half years Buddha a pit bull boxer mix I had I got him a long time ago right and he passed away in 2017 and I always knew when Buddha passed away that I wanted to get another dog right so from 2017 and um, from between 2017 and you know moving to Chicago and then just I wasn't really thinking about a dog but I always knew that I wanted to get another dog right I was in such transition during that time but you know, once I kind of 
felt like I got settled here and I could, you know, had made some space and all that, I started to do my research and I was like, okay, I live in a condo. I don't have a yard. I want to get a small dog and I want a designer dog and I want a poodle. And, you know, I, child, I was down to the internet every day, all day about this goddamn dog, right? And there's so many different breeds of poodle, you know, hybrid poodle mixes. And so I had narrowed it down to the top three um, breeds of uh, poodle um, mixes that I wanted. And I went high, searched high and low, and I couldn't find a breeder here in Chicago. And literally I was walking one day and this young lady was walking her dog, her poodle, And I said, where did you get your dog? You know, she, he was so cute. And she told me, and of course I ran home, went to that website. I saw Goldie's little face. And even as the weeks went on, like I, when I first saw Goldie's little face on the, um, on the internet, she wasn't ready. Like she wouldn't be ready for a while. Right. And I just was like, okay, this is God's, (laughs) this is a message from God, like running into the lady and then, um, you know, going to the website and seeing, you know, seeing the dog, like the litter, the breeder had a litter, two litters and um, Goldie's little face stood out to me and they had named her Jewel. Her name was Jewel on the website. And so, you know, I waited and waited until she was ready to leave, like to leave her mother. And even after that, I still was like, okay, you know, trying to learn everything I could get my house puppy proofed and learn everything I needed to learn about owning a puppy. I reached out to the breeder, paid my deposit. I drove four hours um, into Indiana to go get Goldie and brought her home. And I I posted it on social media and I was so happy. She was just like love at first sight. When I first got her and held her, I was so happy. And I thought I knew what I needed to know about what owning a puppy was about. So I like one, (laughs) one of the things I learned, um, from my time with Goldie was, is that I thought I knew what owning a puppy was about and I didn't know what owning a puppy was about. And I think the Googler can only tell you so much about puppy ownership, right? Like I got insurance and I found a vet and I did all the the logistical things. Um, and (laughs) this brought up some other learnings and other you know shit that I that came up for me uh, as it as it pertains to my childhood and then number two uh, that owning a puppy is like a serious lifestyle change right like it is a complete lifestyle change it is and what I also learned is is that like if I had to do it all again I've thought about this several a lot I've thought about this a lot but if I had to do it all over again and what I know about me and what I learned about me and what I need is, is that I would have got, I would not have gotten a puppy. I would have gotten an older dog. This, the puppy stages are, are, are not for the faint at heart. There is a lot that goes into having a puppy that is very different than having a, a, an older dog. And so it's a complete lifestyle change and I work from home and I was like okay I'm home I'm not like out of the home so I have the time we went to puppy training class child listen (laughs) good night (laughs) lifestyle change what uh, the number three thing that I learned is is that I was once again 
in a situation where my life centered around another breathing thing. And I thought I had created a life where I was the center. And once again, I I had created a life where my life centered around another breathing thing. And I realized why. <laughs> and I'll share that. I'm not going to share that right now. But I, 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 what I learned about sort of my coping mechanisms, sort of my trauma, past trauma, etc. Where it's definitely a lot easier for me to take care of any and everyone else but me. And so I was in, in this space in my life where there was no one else. I, I broke up with my ex in 2021 and I've been single ever since. You know, friendships begin to die and just I found myself alone and I didn't know what to do with myself. And so I was like, I'm gonna go get something else to take to, to sort of take the attention off of me. And we'll talk about that in another episode, but here I was again, and then I found myself getting becoming bitter that there was no time for me, right? And that I had to take care of this thing. Which brought me to number four was is that I'm used to providing for breathing things. Like I can really provide. I can make sure that everyone has everything that they need. I am a provider. But I was not used to um, really tending to. There's a what I learned, and this is the, I found myself using this word when I when I have been going through this process of my learning myself and learning to love myself was is, is this uh, exercise of tending to myself. Like tending to is different from providing for, right? And taking care of right is different than you know providing for so there I've been tending to and taking care of myself which is very different than providing for and so I was easily able to provide for Goldie right I provided food and shelter and you know toys and treats and tending to her is where I got things got sticky. And um, when she wanted me to tend to her and I didn't have the capacity or the desire or the skills or the whatever to tend to her in the way that she needed to be tended to, I began to get bitter and angry. And really, I didn't really know. I'm still learning how to tend to myself. And so, like, I was just like, I, ah, right? So that was another thing I learned and then number five thing that I learned is that I still have a lot of healing and work to do around giving and receiving unconditional love so that's the Goldie update and that's the me update and I love you all (laughs) so much for listening and letting me share and letting me be vulnerable and supporting me and loving on me and carrying me uh, throughout all of these years and you as you continue to support and love me and carry me um, going forward and I just I'm grateful I'm grateful to each and every one of you who tuned in to me and listen to this show 
and my, you know, really what was missing for me was community, right? I'm in Chicago by myself and I was like, okay, so how do I get to, um, how do I create friends? Like I need and want some friends. I need some folks to talk to. And you couldn't have told me, like, you know, rewind back to when I was a little kid. You couldn't have told me that I wasn't going to be the next Oprah. I Like, I was watching Oprah way back in the day. You could not have told me that I wasn't going to be an entertainer. I've always had, like, this high-octane sort of personality. I've always loved to talk. I've always loved, you know, I've always been very charismatic, all of that stuff. And that's always somewhat been frowned on. That's another show. Um, But... I was, I found myself in this space and I was like, I need and want some friends and I want to be able to chat with my friends and I want them to chat with me. My phone was dry as fuck and um, nobody's checking for Kiana. And I was like, okay, so I can sit around and complain about not having friends and not having nobody to talk to, or I can go create a space for me to have friends and for me to have somebody to talk to and for for me to have folks talk back to me, to be in relationship with others. That is one of my heart's desires. And I thrive off of being in relationship with others. And so that is what this is all about, sharing candidly and just being real, healing together, growing together, learning together. Yeah, so I hope that what I was able to share with you very, very, very vulnerably, very open, (laughs) very raw, very real, very uncut, um, that it was helpful for you and that, you know, you remember to affirm yourself and speak life into yourself. That's one of the uh, things that I want you to take away from this time today is you are the shit. You are amazing. You are all of that in a bag of Doritos. All of it with some dip because you can't eat Doritos without dip. Chips and dip, that's my nickname. Because if I was stranded on a desert island somewhere <laughs> and I could only have one thing to eat, I would choose chips and dip. I love chips and dip is one word. So that's one thing. So get off my head one thing is chips and dip that is equates to one thing but anyway I've rambled enough I love you all I love you I love you I love you all for listening for going on this ride with me and I hope you all have a fantastic week and I look forward to hanging out with you again and chatting up with you again see you next time bye